bum, bing, bing, um. Do we feel? Heat. I feel. I feel older. Go heat is right. Turn around. Let me see that back. I think I saw a pretty badass little personalized situation. But yeah, that's what I thought, dude. That's pretty rad. Yeah, you know pretty, they they do that. And number thirteen. Pretty rad. Where's who do we? Who do we? Do you have any? Anybody? Is there anybody peeking? Anybody peeking in at our at our peeking. podcast right now? Oh, I don't know. Peeking like that. Peeking. Yeah, peeking like, in, not peeking oh. out. I don't know where the show to do that with, but we could do that little. Listen, we always have uh, something that can be attached to it, I believe. I think somewhere subconsciously we all kind of have that attachment, including this background I've got going right now, which had nothing to do with what we were currently talking about, just happened to be there, which is just the way that we do things. Boo. Boo. I'm glad you didn't put any more than two O's in this because you know that any more than two O's constitutes as a boo which is funny because my wife and i saw a boo uh sign early enough believe it or not out here in marshall's and i actually went boo and she's like i don't think that's what that is mm. i'm gonna tell you yeah, you gotta be careful with the booze the picture jocelyn martinez yo is yo. right how's it going mm. thanks for coming and hanging out we got a few people chilling out. So what's going on, Ken, man? How you doing, man? I think we got a show to do. We definitely wanted to, to make sure we were here this Tuesday to talk again about so yeah. many things. I mean, there's just so much to talk about. There really is. Too much. Maybe Too much, to really, start. if you think about it. Let's, Let's start with this. God, it scares me every time he pops in there. That hash brown. This guy, that hash brown. Jazz hands, baby, jazz hands. I don't What's know going on, everybody? What's going on is right, man. How the hell are you doing? How's everybody doing? Doing better now listening to you guys. Uh, very nice, very nice, very that's nice. Sweet. That's sweet. You're always so kind. This guy right here. This You're guy so right kind. here. So where are you? You're checking it. You're checking in from somewhere else today. Are you in some kind of hidden place? You're like on the you're on the cell phone here. We normally yeah normally have you like in studio. So what's going on? With yeah, this? yeah. I'm I'm here in uh I'm here in Canada now. I'm I'm in Canada. Uh, uh -huh. things, you know, trading some maple syrup and uh and doing things that the Canadians do. You know, are like, you uh, are you transporting maple syrup illegally across the border? Is that is that what that you're doing? What right I'm now? doing? I got. What I do, you, if you wear a maple leaf in your left pocket, you're, they consider you Canadian. You're good. You're, they're like, oh, you're one of them. And, and you say, I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard that. That's insane. And you're just back and forth across the border, and you're selling nonchalantly. I mean, this, got, it's like the Underground Railroad, but with maple syrup. It's like a river of maple syrup. That's interesting. I mean, I, it's just like syrup in general. You know, it's just. Uh, it's such a great commodity and to be able to just do what you're doing is wonderful. And I'm glad that you're supporting our show by letting us know how you're bringing maple syrup across the border. It's really, it's really exciting. It's really exciting. Hey, Brandon. But we don't want to talk about it anymore. It's a sticky situation. I know. I, hey, hey, whatever. I know. That was terrible. But yeah. So listen, if we're, if we're going to, if we're going to go ahead and, and, and blame anybody, by the way, I don't know, uh, hash Brown, if you, if you want to just take your elbows off the table, it won't shake. There we go. Oh, that. Oh. Oh, you ever get that sound. feeling like you have hair in your ears? It was doing that. And I'm not being a dick. I was just saying, like, it felt like something was rumbling, and then I realized what had been happening. I'm really glad you mentioned it because I don't want everybody else to experience that anymore. So there you go. Yeah. So 
unfortunately, uh, Hash Brown ran into some bad luck, so he's run he's running uh, a little bit of lo-fi right now. But that that's that's okay, man. We've all we've all had to deal with things like that. That's, we don't have to go into details about any of that, by the way. But you ran into a little streak of bad luck, so you're out here. You're 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 running off your phone, and that's cool. We appreciate your uh, your moxie. I got I got I got it. I want to be here. I love being here. You guys are amazing. And I want to contribute, and I didn't want to be left out due to my circumstances. I still wanted to put in my two cents, even though nobody wants to hear it. I'm still here to fucking give it out. You got. We may be like betting a, a criminal here by having him on the show while he is currently on the other side of the border. But it's kind of exciting. Listen, just because I don't have a passport and am not in the country and selling. You know, products that are not, you know, authentic to the United States on in the United States soil does not constitute that anything should be uh, of anyone's concern. I just feel like you're admitting stuff right now. You probably shouldn't be saying any of that stuff, but whatever, man. That's all good. All good. You're show. just you're you're named after a <laughs> you're named after a breakfast cereal. What do you expect? Hey, what do you want? Breakfast cereal. Sorry, breakfast food. You know, little side item, little side dish, sir. Little side dish. I guess it could be. You're a side dish. Hey, man. You know, sometimes you know it's good to be. It's it's more of a compliment to be a great side dish than have to have that pressure of being the main dish. You know? <laughs> well, you know, we always ask you guys from time to time to you know be a part of our show. Let us know what you're hearing and seeing out there with what we're doing and the burner line is a great way to do that we had a number of people actually sending us some really really weird texts and voicemails we're still we don't feel like it's appropriate to play these things so we're not going to play them for you guys but some of the stuff though is really hilarious and and i don't know really what a lot of it means i'm not sure if really any of it actually was even meant for us um I'm do you even call. knew that it was even like? Do you think that maybe what was it? Who owned this line before? Is it maybe like some kind of like gigolo or something? Or what, is that what you're getting, Ken? What, what Ken man? What's going on? I mean, I'm not too sure because like you know, we did just get the line not that long ago, so it's certainly very possible that this this phone number was somebody else's because I, I don't know. I mean, we do tell people to just kind of say whatever. We're happy to listen to whatever. So I mean, if we're going to invite that kind of stuff then yeah, I guess we're going to hear that. That's the stuff we're going to have. So this last text read, and I'm sorry because they, the texting is so odd with the letters, but it says Mr. Doodle. It's addressed to Mr. Doodle, and I'm not sure who they meant. Uh, I would like to ask you to please stop your dog from coming to my yard and rubbing his ass on my petunias. I mean, petunias... <laughs> That's got flowers. Be you got a dog that's coming across the yard to rub his ass on some flowers. So that can't be necessarily for anybody here. None of us even sound like a Mr. Doodle, but yeah, dude, it, it could that be an attempt. Like that's code, man. That's probably like you know, like you know when the Indians like the, 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 like the Navajo Indians use that the wind talkers. That's got to probably be some type of reconnaissance, man. That we just picked up. That's got to mean something, dude. That's Maybe they be- meant to leave it here so that it could be told on the show and somebody's watching that sh- the show now and is decoding that right now. And I just gave that message to somebody. But the that's what this, 
<laughs> Order phone line, ladies and gentlemen, 786-566-1736. That's 786-566-1736. Call the Casually Serious Podcast burner phone line. Tell us whatever you want. And even if it is about Mr. Doodle, I think Mr. Doodle is the dog. <clears throat> that was a terrifying conversation and story to walk into. I apologize for the... Uh, I'm having microphone and camera issues. Actually, microphone issues that are causing camera issues, so... My apologies. My bad. My bad. I think uh, Mr. Noodle was uh, Elmo's friend. Oh. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's that terrifying. Or Dr. Well, listen, if, we have to get, if we have to get down to it, we might as well to do it. Um, I am the reason why we did not have a show last week, and I'll tell you why. I had planned something. We had spoken about it a few different times, but... I had something hey, I was man. attending on Tuesday, the 19th, two short E40 Cypress Hill Ice Cube at Red Rocks. It was one of the best shows I've ever been to. Now, we had Eric B in from out of town, uh, our brother that grew up with us in Miami, as well as my buddy BG, who we, I do square groupers with. He's a Cowboys unifier. Um, he's the first time I ever met him. I've known him since 2016. I never actually met him until last week. Uh, Cool dude. We had a great time, man. He got to hang out. It was wonderful. We all chilled out at the house. At any rate, the main focus on that week was actually us going and going to that show. And then the next day, going to my brother's uh, dispensary, Frost Exotic Cannabis on Federal and Alameda in Denver, Colorado. And uh, go out there and hang out and kind of in, in, uh, interview people and things like that. So uh, I got some pictures real quick I wanted to throw at you. If you uh, can uh, indulge me here. So obviously that's me in the middle there. We got uh, Eric B over there sporting the Celtics BG over there on the left. It was a great day. I was wearing my cannabis cowboy brand because that is just something I had to do. But we had the uh, the uh, the old school too short opening up the show saying just beautiful things to the ladies. I'm not sure if you remember any of his uh, any of his classic lines, but I'm not going to repeat them right now. That's just not the way we do things. That's too bad. We We got. We got too short performing from out of the top of my head in this picture, which was pretty amazing. We shrunk him down like uh, inner self or inner me or whatever the hell that movie was. Anyway, I was there most most definitely to see Cypress Hill, man. And uh, I was lucky enough to get uh, second row center seats for this show. I was pretty much about we were we were all we were all about six feet away from the act, so. Uh, I was pretty much right there in front of Be Real the whole time, which which pretty much he pretty much moved around the the uh, stage and uh, send Sounds dogs. Like stayed over there to the right. Sounds like you threw your bra at him or something. Yeah, my man's ear hit him. He's cool though. He's cool. He put a doobie right back in there and flapped it right in the little pocket that I made in there for him, and then flung it right back at me. As you know, I'm right there in the center stage. We'll get to that in a minute, but yeah, you know, it was pretty cool. It was really awesome. Uh, at one point, Be Real was down there with Eric Bobo. Uh, uh, the son of legendary percussionist Willie Bobo, and uh, he was there doing some crazy shit in between uh, uh, about 16 songs, I think, was the set list for this show. It was pretty time. insane. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty sick. And uh, like I said, I got some really good shots from this one because, oh, uh, hey, there's Cube. He popped mm. in there. He wasn't supposed to do that yet. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, that's Be Real Bobo, and uh, that's me in case you think I'm lying about being there. Uh, I don't know what yeah, you're super imposed, bro. What are you talking about? You yeah, exactly. Exactly. But that's, I like that shot right there. That's pretty cool, man. Even though Be Real's not really a percussionist. But as you can see, man, like I said, they, they, they rip through 
16 uh, songs I'm, is a lot. Yeah, and and considering they were number two, I believe there were more than anything. They were probably, I would say, they were co-headlining this show um, more, you know, more so than opening up for Ice Cube. But um, I'm going to get the uh, yeah. So here we go. I got the set list for you. Uh, when the shit goes down, hand on the pump, pigs. Yeah. Latin lingo, tequila sunrise, roll it up, light it up. I want to get high. Dr. Green Thumb, hits mm. from the bong, throw your set in the air. Illusions, we ain't going out like that. How I could just kill a man, rock superstar, insane in the brain, and then jump around from House of Pain. Ooh. Um, yeah, well, Muggs was actually the guy who created that beat and shopped it around to Ice Cube and Cypress Hill himself, and nobody wanted it, dude. And then, um, they uh, shopped uh, House of Pain actually wrote a song to it and tried to shop that to a label. That label actually stole a piece of that and gave it to these little kids called Crisscross and let <laughs> them jump, jump uh, and sort of stole that hook, which is why you'll hear uh, Everlast on House of Pain albums say a lot of shit about Joe the Biter uh, and Joe the Butcher, which was the guy who ran, I believe, Tommy Boy at the time, or no, uh, Rough House. Uh, so yeah, there's a crazy story to all that, but. Anyway, after Cypress Hill, after Cypress Hill came Ice Cube, man, the the the, the Godfather of gangster rap, man, and uh, he played a lot of the uh, the newer stuff. Not 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 a lot of the old. The first four albums, which is I'm considering some of the greatest, and uh, and in, in, in his uh, in catalog were definitely you know Predator and mm -hmm. Death Certificate, uh, America's Most Wanted, uh, even uh, uh, Kill It Will, the EP that first came out. Um, he did some great shit back then, but it was pretty, it was, you know, it's definitely a cool ass show, man, for sure. But I was there definitely to see Cypress Hill. Cypress Hill is, uh, which is this picture right here is really cool. Uh, I'll, you can go actually look at it on Facebook and Cypress Hill's page. But if you look directly above Eric Bobo's head, you will see me with my hands in the air. And uh, as I said earlier, that drumstick he's got in his right hand eventually landed uh, at Eric's after me yelling Bobo throw me the sticks for like 30 straight seconds um, he actually threw it and I looked up to catch it like in this rock and roll moment and then I just caught the white spotlight of Red Rocks and I lost it completely and it hit Eric he was just Eric happened to be behind me and he kicked it to me like hacky sack I and I was like the eye. I didn't would have gotten it in the eye yeah that's the that's the gigantic dube that was rolled for be real uh again there's another shot did somebody, of smoke, us. Did somebody smoke that uh, he's yeah be real he be real smoked that for i think that last about five songs uh if you see that guy to the that yellow uh security guard all the way to the left i'm actually in front of that person probably just saying stupid shit, but well, that's the guy who rolled it nice that's his job and here's cypress hill in the in the green room at red rocks just uh doing what they do man so that was actually pretty rad and uh on top of that we were able to go to my uh my brother's dispensary and hang out with uh, a bunch of different people there uh shout out to my brother bill at frost exotic cannabis and uh and this particular video i shot it was actually um we had a guest that is there almost all the time uh, you probably don't recognize him because he was very young, but this is actually the kid who played the young kid Henry from Goodfellas. Um, so the, the young kid who uh, his mom tells him, you look like a gangster. That's uh, that's him all grown up. Um, and he Stay actually, away from there, Henry. Come home from school. Yeah. 
you can see my brother there in the background just over his left shoulder uh but yeah we're over there hanging out and, and we were uh we were able to talk to a nice. couple different vendors and stuff like that and uh uh and uh it was actually pretty good man but you know my brother gave us kind of the roll at the red carpet for us which was pretty rad we talked to uh, a, a vendor uh, from wild gummies uh and a couple of other people man it was just good to kind of hang out and chill at a dispensary on actual 420 so that's the main reason why we didn't do a show we just didn't have a hell of a lot of a lot of time to do any of that um which was uh which was still still pretty cool for us <laughs> sometimes it's nice to have a healthy distraction Exactly, and that was Joe Garcia. What's up, man? BG, yeah, y'all know BG, BG for sure, awesome. man. We're all, yeah. we're all. Uh, I agree. We're BG all... is awesome. Yeah, man. It was it was really cool. Like I said, it was cool to hang out with them. I've got a lot of gamer friends that I've known for decades, twenty years plus, that I've never shaken hands with, and uh, I got to see BG. Man, he came. He actually was the second guest ever to come and see my house, man. So. Eric was the first and we hung out for about a day and then we met and then BG came through the next day and we all went to the show and then uh, BG took off, I think the day after 420. So I guess that's carry the two 421 and uh, he left that day and then Eric just hung out till like Saturday, man. It was cool. We just, we just relaxed, man, but it was, uh, it was really awesome and it was good to hang out with some friends, especially at a show that um, Eric and I have seen Ice Cube and Cypress Hill together probably three times. I know you've been to the Cypress Hill shows probably, Ken, right? Yeah. You've been at least to the Rollins Van, Beastie, Beastie Boys one, I think, right? right. And yeah. uh, anyone at Bayfront, you you went to all of them. So right. we were all there. They're kind of like, uh, they have like a Miami connection too because he's Cuban and his right. his mom fled. And it was, it was all, it's all really, really cool. Um, the fact that it was at Red Rocks and they take, they hold that, to such high authority red rocks itself too which is pretty badass so um yeah man that was a that was just a great time and i get to see them again here in june when they open up for slipknot so uh, oh. that's gonna be uh that's gonna be pretty badass man that's awesome man that's yeah, so good to be yeah. able to see music again and everyone out there again doing this stuff it's just it was everybody such a being awesome. out man's gonna be out here in september the, yep. uh yeah, the yeah. weekend with the the nineteenth or the eighteenth. We'll yeah, it Maiden's or... the seventeenth in Denver. Anyone wants to go out, yes. we'll all be there. Party, party, baited. It'll be good times. That uh, we've been. Yes, uh, I, you know, you know, I, I don't have like a whole presentation, but last week also for the other reason, <laughs> I, I was at the Heat game. So hey, game one, my game hey, against the Hawks. You can look at that footage anywhere, and so he you does have footage. <laughs> I'm not gonna bring it up. I don't have any pictures of uh, us at the game, but we were there, and it was fantastic. Go Heat! I have no idea what they're doing right now. Any of you out there? No, don't tell me, please, because I'm recording this recording can you say recording anymore when it's digital i mean listen i was at red rocks and i said something i said something on a live broadcast i said give me a second guys i'll be back later i'm gonna i'm gonna videotape the rest of this and i Uh, went off uh, and someone on the someone like a minute later was like like, what's a videotape and i was like fuck you fuck you (laughs) you." no you can say record or you what do you you don't say digitize it i'm gonna go digitize it listen dude you're gonna try and get he's trying to stay for the first time that fucking that phrase was ever in bed in any of our at least Ken and ours is when like eighty two when they were first introduced to the world you know like so recording VHS and and recording and uh, cassette and taping and shit like that that's burnt in our head man that's it's too hard for me to get. I always say I mean, I'm gonna go record that I'm gonna go tape it. 
Go back to the <laughs> tape. I've said that before. You know, it's still used. There's no tape anymore. Yeah, yeah no tape. go back to the tape. <laughs> but there is none. No one's gonna know what that means anymore. It's rewind like, is. You still say rewind though, right? You say that. When you actually do rewind, I think the like action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The that's still a word. Is, is that relevant? Still, is that relevant? Yeah, I guess it does. And I guess recording is still probably make too. a show about what's relevant words just, nowadays. Yeah, you're well, okay. Yeah, relevancy versus irrelevancy. That sounds that sounds good and exciting. No. That's, that sounds great. It's called it's called canceled and not canceled. That's what we do. We cancel things nowadays. So it's not cancel culture, cancel culture. Like, are you being canceled or are you not being canceled? That's why, you know, that's a good thing you were mentioning before the show. Bob was mentioning that Ice Cube didn't, like, he edited some of his songs where he wasn't talking about stuff that, you know, he had said, I don't know, when he didn't necessarily go into all those lyrics, you guys all know what it is. He talks about Jews and he talks about certain people nope. and certain. Very no Vaseline. And yeah, okay. Yeah. And he didn't do that. So he didn't change the words there. And I feel like that's a part of what. You know this culture has brought out a lot you know not not necessarily that someone's gonna an artist is gonna say hey i, I feel bad about writing that you know because that's really what it would take i would think for an artist to say i'm gonna pull that from my song i'm gonna change the lyrics is that they really just had a change of heart feeling like hey when i was younger i wrote that i've been i don't like that i know that hurts people or are they doing it because Nah, man, people don't like this anymore, you know, and uh, okay. you, you can't, you can't say these things anymore. You're going to get canceled. You know, it, it's, it's interesting that they did it. It'd be interesting to know why he did it. Well, I, let, let me interrupt real quick. Uh, I saw an interview. I stopped, so you didn't interrupt, but go on. Silence. So I was, uh, so I was uh, watching an interview of a female interviewer was going and interviewing Snoop Dogg. And she was asking, hey, do you feel bad about how you were speaking to women and how you were derogatory towards women? He goes, nah, man, fuck them hoes. And he goes, and them hoes know about it, too. I ain't worried about shit. Uh, I loved it because I don't think he really meant females in general. I think he was just talking about hoes in the hoes. industry. Them hoes. Be a ho you, may be on to hoes. you may be on to something. Look at that horror. You know, so there's all kinds of hoes out there. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so that's what I, you know, so I don't feel like and he was really talking about women in general. So that was my, my Just horrors? Just a horror version of women? <laughs> horrors. All right, man. I, I, I fucking get it, dude. I love you, buddy. This I is why you. we want you to talk. This is why we want you to talk more. I like that. shit like that to come out. I like and... onions on them. I like the onions on my hash brown. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, I, I just... it. I was trying to push the whole, you know, cancel thing, but that, that works too. That works too. When you get a guy like that, that just, you know, makes no apologies for stuff and uh, can, you know, can get away with a lot too. Friend. You could go play cancel culture with being that boy George or something. That's all oh, that's culture. Club. culture club. <laughs> what? Yeah. Don't no. worry. Don't worry. I'm, I'm here playing with maple syrup. Chill. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Because of the the can. All right, we got that. The that's Canadian right. broadband right. is really. What the hell were you doing last weekend, man? I told you it was a heat game. Heat game. I told you. Oh, that's it. But not. I mean, we're talking about only one day out that week, though. There had to be something. I mean, did you go to a week long game? Because that'd be rad. Yes, dude. I spent the entire week in the arena, <laughs> and I slept. Get out! <laughs> this fucking guy, he looks like he's got money, man. He's not like a vagrant, but he won't leave the freaking room. Like, I don't know what to do with this guy. 
I ate a lot of tacos and popcorn and just whatever else I could find. Nachos. It was nacho good. cheese, man. It was an interesting. I'd be an interesting lifestyle living in an arena. I would. Uh, I would definitely be a little odd. No, nothing else exciting. I'm hoping soon <laughs> for summer something great happens, something awesome. Because right now it's just like work and stuff. Like sports have been awesome. The, yeah. the Panthers kicking ass. We're getting into hockey playoffs pretty soon. This is good stuff, you know. For someone who loves football so much, it's nice that at least my basketball and hockey teams are playing well. So that makes it exciting for me. But soon, yeah, summer. You know, Tampa are happy. Tampa people are happy. You know, Let me ask you I, this. No offense to the people in Tampa, but fuck the people in Tampa, man. Fuck the people in Tampa. I'm okay, with you. Okay. They're happy. Okay. They're happy. Can I just, I'm just acknowledging their happiness. Well, they're happy. Why? Because they get another loner quarterback to give them another, you know, bot championship. Awesome. That's great. They must feel like a bunch of Yankee fans over there. Whoa. George Steinbrenner will be turning in his freaking grave if you start heard him talking oh. like that. Oh, no. Did I say that? That's tough, man. That's really tough, actually. It's killing me. And sometimes people can buy a championship. What can I say? Hey, the Marlins did in '97. Yeah, I gotta say that you know the '03 championship was real for the Marlins, but I don't '97. I think about that shit, but it was still fun. I gotta I'll say, it was fun to win a championship. I'll pay for one. I want one. I want a Dolphin Super Bowl. Yeah, but you don't want. Never mind. I, do I don't want to see this. I, I want to make sure that everybody knows this. B, BG says that uh, I, because I got them, I got the the group of us, which was us three, uh, at the, the primo parking spot. We were there probably a little too early, but we got there. Uh, we were about the twentieth people in line. Kind of got there and 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 moved throughout the whole thing. I got us in and out really, really, really quickly. It was badass. Now, oh shit, I completely forgot my train of thought. Man. Are you I giving us the parking conversation? No. no. <laughs> we did miss the last song of Ice Cube, which is a, another trick into the trade. One hundred percent. Don't tell everybody. We yeah we. Yeah, they'll all be leaving. I, I swear to God, I had a I had a something pertinent. On I was ready to pop you had something the pertinent right. to interrupt to go back to your story from earlier, and you didn't even be able to dropped it. it oh oh that I, the irony of this. This was the point. The point was, if any if people were asking me, dude, were you a, were you able to get any cannabis into Red Rocks? What? And you know, I try not to be an asshole and laugh like literally out loud at them when they ask me this because really, it's a smart question. Like because that. I have to say on record, first of all, it is illegal to consume cannabis outdoors anywhere other than your own home in Colorado, uh, unless there you at a place that has a license, which people can now apply for. However, myself. And Eric B and uh, BG brought roughly 180 joints into that place, uh, and that was spread amongst uh, three of us. So, yeah, at least a, at least two. Probably let's go 200. Let's go with 150. If were we they promoting? We were they promoting Frost? No, we were not. We were not had any. I would have had joint that had their name on it. That's what you did. <laughs> you know, we, we were. I just got. I got my hands on a lot of a lot of different samples and sample packs and pre rolls because it was just going to be easier for us. I what I what I was thinking was I just didn't want to pass things around to anybody. Uh, so rather than do that, I just grabbed a handful of rolled joints and hand them to people. And during certain parts when people were showering, be real with joints on stage. Um, then I put mine away because I realized other people were getting joints that were getting thrown at them too, so I didn't have to share anymore. <laughs> but yeah, we brought a lot in there. Uh, the security guard was roughly six foot six feet away from me, and I was uh, uh, we were we were having a good we were having a good time. We were smoking; it was great. You, no one gave a shit. 
You did you pass it over to him? I didn't pass anything to anyone. We all had fucking like 50 joints on us, bro. I just said that. And there really is no reason for us to pass it. You know, I had all They're like cigarettes of- now, man. You just, you light yeah. up your own cigarette. Oh, no, no, no. You yours. light up a fucking cigarette and you were getting pushed to the No, fucking- not a real cigarette. I'm just saying okay, like cigarettes, you. you don't pass around a cigarette. You know, that's, we got to the yeah, point these where guys, we don't pass just- joints anymore. You don't, you just smoke them. It's yours. Yeah. It's yours. Here, take yours. these. So yeah, there's a, there's. As long as, and obviously this was a 420 Eve celebration, so that added a little bit more to the freedom of it. But even then, uh, in Colorado, if you're not, if you're just not like an over obvious asshole being a dick, you're actually, you can do things, you can get away with pretty much smoking anywhere and at any concert venue, uh, as long as you're not blowing it in a cop's face, which I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't smoke at Tool, man. Usually they're cool down here, but Tool was so big on not letting anyone record that security was all over watching everybody. Yeah. So if you smoke, they just get, they weren't really intending for that, but since they were watching you anyway for any cameras popping up, they'd hit you with the light if you lit up too. And I was like, oh, that's garbage. You know- like, while you know, I'm like, here, toolhead, can I just bust you for your fucking reefer? Like, that's hard. That right, sucks, man. Right. It's like, come on, man. I'm trying to enjoy the show. And that show, really, man. Great show. Jesus. Dude. So, so I mean, that's one of the best shows I've seen. Great show. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Hash Brown. I've been, no, I've been trying to get this out, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it. When, when I'm out in public, um, I like to smoke. When I smoke joints out in public, I like to blow it into baby carriages. Oh, that's, uh, that's exactly what needs this to be done. guy. Yeah, he's just he, <laughs> what? He, needs, what? he needs the What's boo. Wrong with that? that early boo, that's a boo for you. You get a boo. Oh, boo. Ken man, before I we go, since, since we won't have a sh- we won't have a, an episode until then, do you give a shit about what is happening this week in terms of the NFL draft? Uh well, no. For being a Dolphin fan, we don't pick till the third round. I really don't give a goddamn. But I do, you know. And my, I don't really have any prominent hurricanes coming out. I'm always worried, you know, like to see where my canes are gonna go. But don't really have any top first round guys. So for me, the draft is kind of boring. Couldn't smoke in Ziggy Martin. How do you not smoke it's insane, anything with Marley? I thought that was named. Like name, right? It's the, the name is there. And the name says it all. There, you. I thought the tickets came. I have to there. smoke. Just don't ever do that accent again, Bob. Oh. Yeah, that's actually pretty insane. I can't believe that That of all. Is that Jamaican? Yeah, I think I was trying to do an Irish person. Jamaican Irish. It was the, it was the that, that's the I love you man joke, like slap in the bass. She's like, what do you, why do you, you sound like you're Irish. She's like, no, I'm doing a, he's going, I'm doing a Jamaican accent. You're you doing sound Irish. like a Slim Jim guy, dude. <laughs> the what? The guy that snapped into the slim. We've gone too long. We don't know what the hell's going on. We love you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for coming and hanging out with us. Uh, I don't you. know if we got Thank anything you. across. I know I had a great time on 419 and 420. You guys went to a heat game for a week and slept at a stadium. That's pretty badass. Late nachos. I don't want to eat that while I what I did for a week. It's like the lifetime supply nacho cheese. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty sick, dude. You can win a lifetime supply of nacho cheese right here on the Casually Serious Podcast. Pay attention next week to learn how. Free beer tomorrow. <laughs> Call the burner phone line, 786-566-1736. You heard it here, folks. Thank you so much for coming and hanging out. We love you so much. Have a good one.